Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 199 of the Circa 71 podcast for the week of January 30th, 2024. Happy National Draw a Dinosaur Day. I mean, you were so close to saying happy birthday, Donna. I was feeling it come out of your mouth and then you went another direction. Happy National Draw a Donna Day. Sure. Well, happy early birthday, Donna. That was going to be in my next uh, sentence. <laughs> coming up on <laughs> coming up on today's show, we get a first look at Mickey and Minnie's Lookout Key costumes. Tiana's Bayou Adventure gets an official height requirement. Pricing has been released for the Garden Rocks dining packages. And in our main segment, we continue our list, our latest top five in five series. This is the Circa 71 podcast. All right, Donna, before we get on to the news, I have something I got to surprise you, spring on you. Oh, boy. So in honor of the Country Bear Jamboree closing um, this past weekend, um, as we're recording this, I have a bit of Country Bear Jamboree trivia. I didn't want you to prepare at all. I have one question that I want you to answer, okay? So a one-question trivia quiz. So yes. it's all or nothing. Cool, thanks, James. It is all James. or nothing. It's either zero or a hundred. Perfect. Um, because I always thought I knew this answer, but I was watching a, a video, a vlog, and the question came up. And a lot of people didn't know the real answer. Okay. So. All right. Buford. Okay? In in the song, you know, Mama Don't Gonna Walk well, Little, little Buford. Buford. Mama. I, yep. I can sing the whole thing. Mama, um, don't pat him on his head. Mama, don't whoop little Buford. I think you should shoot him instead. Boop, boop. Is Buford a person or a dog? On the screen, there is a dog in the image. I always assumed it was like her smaller bear. Okay, so you think it's a, a bear? or? Yes, I didn't realize it was a dog, if that's what you're going to say. It's not. I always assumed it was a person. It is, in fact, a person. It's supposed to be a child. Obviously, that's why it's offensive to people. Yeah. So then why did you say it was a dog? I didn't. Oh, what was your I, answer? I said I assumed it was like the, the, the mama bear's cub. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood what you had said. Okay, yeah, I, I had always assumed it was a person, and then it came up in this uh, vlog, oh, you know, oh, is it a, a dog? And it would fit, you know, if we don't really know what it is. But, yeah, it Jamie, I just lost your audio entirely. Can you hear me now? Yes. Say that again. Uh, I forgot what I said. Yeah, I had always thought it was a person, and then it was confirmed in this vlog because a lot of people didn't know. So I thought it was an interesting piece of. I mean, I guess people would be like a little bit about it, even if it's about a dog, like totally get that. But no, I always assumed it was, again, because we're talking about bears, the country bear jamboree, I assumed it was like her bear cub. Like, yeah. don't whoop them, you know, don't pound, you know shoot him instead which is totally appropriate apparently <laughs> but anyways all right on to the news first look at mickey and minnie debuting their new disney cruise line lookout lookout key outfits or costumes um by an actual bohemian designer which is um pretty cool um minnie is they're both very green kind of neon if you will Minnie has a big bow um on top of her head mickey has a like a like a vi visor hat kind of thing mm -hmm. kind of like a like a old school um like poker dealer if you will obviously just different colors um i think Minnie's is super cute i really like hers um she has the little handbag thing as well I'm not as big a fan of of Mickey. I, I don't the dark green with the neon green throws me a little bit. 
I have to say, my first thought when I saw it was I laughed. because like, whoa, they look ridiculous because, like, it's Mickey and Minnie Mouse dressed like that. But being someone who's been very fortunate to have traveled to a lot of Bahamian islands in my life, the the costuming, I didn't know, was designed by someone from the island. It Islands, it, it makes a lot of sense because it's dead on perfect. They just look ridiculous because it's just something I'm totally not used to seeing them wearing. But the costumes are, are really, really well done. Yeah, I just like I said, I love Minnie. I think she looks great. It's the Mickey that really throws me because he has the weird kind of shorts on as well. Um, so I don't know. I, maybe that's how they dress in the Bahamas. I, I guess so. But um, yeah, just an interesting look. Like I said, super cute for Minnie. Glad that they have these distinctive um, designs and that cool actual cultural element that it was a Bohemian designer that actually did. Yeah, that's costumes. neat. No. I agree. So let's go to story number two, something that is not so neat. Jamie, I had not caught wind of this. And when I pulled up the story to read it, I mean, your jaw just drops. So guys, this is the headline of the story. Drunk man in swim shorts slaps teenage cast member three times at Citricos over the dress code. So obviously you can't wear your swimming trunks into Citricos, and a drunk South Carolina man slapped a teenage cast member and threatened to sue Disney as he was arrested, according to a newly released arrest report. John Monroe, 64, has been charged with misdemeanor battery and pleaded not guilty. Unreal to me. Mirno um, knows something about luxury hotels. He's the vice president of hospitality, sales, and marketing at the prestigious Sea Pines Resort in Hilton Head, where he lives. The resort confirmed Monroe works there, but did not comment any further. Quote, it's a personal matter, the Sea Pines Resort spokeswoman Karen Moran said. Monroe was arrested in Orlando following the incident in Citricos, the fine dining restaurant with the Mary Poppins returns theme. Quote, Guests are expected to dress according to attire that respects the restaurant's sophisticated and upscale, upscale aesthetic. Clothing should be clean, neat, and in good condition. Please no swimwear. Uh, this is on Walt Disney World's website. So back in November of 2023, uh, he showed up at 8.55 p.m. to his 9 o'clock reservation uh, wearing swimming shorts and a t-shirt. The cast member warned him he could not eat with the rest of his family who was dressed appropriately. And according to the Orange County Sheriff's Arrest Report, um, he said it'd be no problem and he wanted to wait with his family before they got seated. He waited for 15 minutes and then he tried to walk in with them to their table, still wearing the shrimp uh, swim trunks. One of Monroe's family members asked the cast member for help, said, quote, please don't allow him to sit with us. He is really drunk, underdressed. It's my birthday and I'm embarrassed, the woman said, according to the arrest report. The cast member then told Monroe he wasn't allowed at the restaurant. He got aggressive with the cast member who wore a name tag. He slapped the Disney cast member three times on her forehead and taunted her, saying her name over and over again, the arrest report said. The 19-year-old cast member stood in shock while she held onto the restaurant menus with both hands, the arrest report said. She wasn't injured, but the incident made her cry. Well, no kidding. Uh, and she wanted to prosecute, which, good for her. Quote, during my interactions with John, whom I identified via his South Carolina driver's license, he appeared intoxicated based on his slurred speech, glossy red eyes, and John constantly repeating that he was going to sue Disney, the arrest report said. I mean, this is just appalling and disgusting on on so 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 many levels. I I, I mean, I, there's nothing else to say. Don't do this. This is dumb, real dumb. I mean, the fact that a family member didn't have the courage to stand up to him is sickening to me. If a family member of mine's acting a JA, they're going to hear about it from me. I'm not going to need to ask a cast member to intervene. Um, holy crap, it's just wild. Yeah, my actually, I hadn't read the entirety of the article, and as you were going through that, and I saw that part, my jaw literally dropped because yeah. that that I think is now. I mean, slapping her is probably the most appalling part of it, but the fact that the woman had to say to the nineteen-year-old cast member, "Please don't let him sit with us." I, I mean, whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, speaking of my jaw dropping. A drop, a drop that will cause a need for a height restriction has been displayed for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, 
uh, added to the Walt Disney World and Disneyland websites. Um, guests will need to be 40 inches or taller in order to ride and take a drop into the bayou. Um, same as the former Splash Mountain, which everybody knows Tiana's Bayou Adventure has um, taken over. It'll utilize the same ride system as the predecessor. Therefore, there is no change to the existing um, requirements. So Tiana's Bayou Adventure, dropping into the bayou in 2024 and that late 2024 has been dropped um no pun intended from all of disney's marketing at least in terms of um walt disney world and the magic kingdom so hopefully sooner rather than later just to get some something opened in capacity i read a string of comments that had me like pounding my head against the wall with how stupid people are they were like outraged that little little kids cannot ride this ride it's a freaking overlay. I don't care how many animatronics you're putting in. I don't care what you're adding to the outside of the mountain. This is a ride overlay. Of course, it's still going to have a 40-inch height requirement, you big, dumb dummies. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. But, I mean, that's... I, I, I first looked at this art, on, and I was like, duh. Like, like I thought, yeah. wait a minute. It wasn't Splash, like, 40? Like, I was thinking... That, that it was some sort of big news or whatever, but I guess they had just officially um, added it to the website. And I was thinking, well, why wouldn't it be 40? Like, like pretty sure they may be using the same logs. Um, I would imagine maybe reskinned and reclaimed, yeah. but um, yeah, like that's safety. Like, you Ridiculous. don't mess with that. So, uh, all right, Donna. Behind the coffee maker. <laughs> I'm super excited for this one. Um, so I know Jamie's not a fan, but the new annual pass holder magnet is in fact, Hey, Hey, <laughs> and he's Hey, Hey, in all his glory. It's like a teal D background and he's got his, his little beak open and his giant eye and flapping the wings and feathers flying everywhere. And it's just totally perfect. Hey, Hey, um, uh, obviously going to be available in Epcot, uh, kind of across from uh, Moana, the journey of water, and it will be available starting tomorrow through February 23rd while supplies last. And I will be picking it up tomorrow as a birthday present to myself. So Jamie, I will have it in hand to send you pictures. I have a joke. I'll say it off air though. Um, you like this really? I think it's really cute. But I really like the Hey character. Like the Hey Hey like embodies my life. <laughs> you you like to eat rocks? <laughs> Sometimes I think I do. <laughs> oh. I, I just I don't like the like it it's that goofy style to me. Like the, the Mickey and Minnie's, you know, animated or the new animation. Like I just don't like the the picture itself. I haven't liked them since they changed over to that D from like the more circular one, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the ones that I have like behind me. I mean, that's fair with, with the circle. Um, I'm trying to look at some of the other ones. I mean, figment with the one I have of him with the paintbrush was, is okay. It looks like he's a baby, but I just, it looks weird. It looks like a, a like a super cartoon, like that that goofy, um, new age style that I I just don't like. And I like the character itself, I guess you would say. But I um, feel like that goofy animation fits Hey Hey's character. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that, except that's not how he's shown in the movie. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but glad. And I'm not ragging on Disney. I think the magnets for APs, you know. Yeah, but Jamie, go back thing. to mailing them the way they did years ago. The fact that you have to physically yeah. go get them is obnoxious. Like, why shouldn't you? Like, even if they only send one per family, why shouldn't your family get one? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't disagree with that either. It's a nice little thank you, but I, I mean, I'm not going to get all up in arms because, whatever. So, all right. You're up, Buttercup. I am. 
Festival of Fantasy Parade at the Magic Kingdom returning to twice daily performances next month. Um, this will happen specifically on February the 18th, 2024. The parade will be performed at noon and 3 p.m. according to the Walt Disney World character. That would be the character. calendar. Yes. There you go. The um, parade, which has characters, was cut down to one performance per day um, on January the 16th, while the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade, which I love, Donna, I think that's mm-hmm. fantastic, um, moved from 5, 10 p.m. performances to 10.30 and 11.45 a.m. performances. The um, Adventure Friends Cavalcade will once again be performed at 5, 10 p.m. beginning on February the 18th, which is kind of an odd time. I don't know why they do it at 5.10. Like, so late. I don't know. Well, especially because, yeah, it's like a prime dinner time, unless that's why they do it. Maybe? I I don't know. It's just... The last Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is at 4. So maybe maybe there's a a possibility that people could turn around at 4.20 and get a spot for the 5.10, but I certainly wouldn't sit there that long. No, then there's no need to. I don't know. Just weird in general, but like noon and three. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But anyways, glad to see it. I love Festival of Fantasy, and I just want to see it all back. Like, where is that freaking Merida float? (laughs) Uh, She's in the garden. Oh, wait, that's where the chick from Encanto is. So, yeah, nowhere. Also known as Mirabelle. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, go ahead, Donna. Speaking speaking of eating rocks. <laughs> Price and release for Garden Rocks dining packages at Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival for 2024. Uh, so in addition to uh, your one guaranteed seat per person, you're also going to get your meal, which is going to be at Spicer Table, two small plates, a shared to to Jean, a shared dessert platter and a non-alcoholic beverage at other participating res- participating excuse me restaurants it's going to be an appetizer entree and dessert or the full buffet where applicable as well as one non-alcoholic beverages so pricing would be for Acker's juice $66 per adult 42 per child three to three to nine um, and that's breakfast, excuse me, I need to state that very clearly. Lunch and dinner, 78 and 50, respectively. Beer garden, 60 and 34. Coral reef coming in, um, 73 for adults and only 29 for kiddos. Garden grill breakfast, 58 and 37, whereas lunch and dinner goes to a whopping 73 and 47. La Cellier, 30, excuse me, 39, I wish, 99 and 39. The Regal Eagle same day dining packages, $36, one price for all. Rosen Crown dining room, 61 and 26. And the least expensive option, Spice Road table at $50 and $21, respectively. So starting February 6th, you can book those Garden Rocks dining packages for the list of entertainers that was released probably about a week ago. Uh, there's only a couple on here that, you know, as Jamie and I were talking, that looked interesting to us um but if this is your thing or if there's a, a group that you're really interested in that is a really nice way to guarantee that you're going to get the seat oh i did see one that we didn't joe d messina i know who she is she's she's actually has some decent songs that we listen to um country but um other than that it'd be simple plan um donna you know val and i were talking about this recently um trying to figure out when they're going to come out with the um like the menus for the booths for flower and garden shouldn't that be out relatively soon don't you think uh yeah i mean one would think i mean the, if this if flower and garden the dining pa- or uh, yeah dining packages kick off february 28th like just seems like it's yeah. around and do we have any information on uh, eligibility for the diamond with this? No information yet. Okay, we have not heard that. I haven't read anything about it, so I wasn't sure um, either. No. Yeah. This is the, I mean, in my opinion, we talked about this, the worst concert of the, <laughs> worst use of that space, because I don't, you know, not to offend anybody, but I don't know who Blue October is. <laughs> so. They don't know who you are either, Jamie. 
Yeah, well, probably not. Maybe they will. Maybe they listen, and I just offended some of our listeners. I don't know. But anyways, all right, Donna, let's take a quick break, and we will be back continuing our Top 5 in 5 series. And we are back continuing our Top 5 in 5 series. This is week two, where Donna and I are going to list our Top 5 Let's be honest, we probably both have honorable mentions. I did not. I listed five. Wow. Uh, all right. So it was me then. Um, top five character meals at Walt Disney World. I ranked mine. Did you? Um, I can. Okay. All right. Well, let me do my honorable mention then. I noticed a theme after all was said and done with the ones that I picked that I want to see if I'm not going to say it, I'm going to say at the end, if you can pick up on it. Okay. okay. Um, so my honorable mention is um, at Disney's animal kingdom. And this would be Tusker house. Um, I, we went there eh, probably about five years ago or so. And I thought the food was okay. I really like the atmosphere. I think the character interaction is really cool. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy the kind of character costumes that they have really themed well on point where we're on a safari, we're on an adventure um, that I think is, is really, really cool. So I put um, that in there. Um, I don't think we ever ate here when it was a quick service years and years ago, but, <laughs> um, you know, not one of our favorite places, but I think purely for the atmosphere, the decor, the theme, um, I put it on my list over some of the others, at least in the honorable mention category. I won't argue that as an honorable mention, especially Christmas time. I really like the, the, outfits the characters are at Christmas time and you know they really step up the interior decor you do get a lot of quality time with the characters they come around a couple times there which is nice um we've eaten there three times once for breakfast twice for dinner um the, the most recent time we ate there I don't want to be like gross but I I was not well afterward I couldn't do anything after we ate there um, like, like your Liberty Tree Tavern. So it's going to take me a while to get a, get a yeah. experience. It's, and Anthony keeps asking, but I don't know. Yeah. We, Val and I weren't huge fans of the food. I mean, we would give it an, another shot. Actually, um, my dad loved it, like loved the food, which was really, really surprising, um, to me, but you know, worth going And Let's be honest. Animal Kingdom does not have a ton of table service restaurants. Fair. So, um, all right. So at the bottom of my top five, making the cut, I have Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary. What? That's your bottom? Yeah. That would be my number three if I was ranking them. Wow. No, I, I think Chef Mickey's to me is more of a, like if I hear, you know, some of my my clients that ask about Chef Mickey's, I'm like, eh, you know, it's it's a rite of passage. Um, it's not something that I necessarily flock to. Um, I will say, in fairness, the last time we went there, I thought the food was actually really good. I think we went there for dinner. Um, I have not been there since they went back to a buffet. This is when they did, like, the, okay. the family style. Um, the family options. style that they did was phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. Back on buffet, it's it's good. I would say, you know, not quite as good as the family style had been, um, but for sure, still excellent food. For me, one of the reasons this checks lots of boxes is the iconic location, dining inside the contemporary, seeing the monorail go by the Fab Five characters, you know, the time spent with them. You do see them multiple times there too. And while I just stated the family style food, in my opinion, was better, the buffet is nice because there's going to be something for everyone. You're not going to be limited to, you know, oh, this person doesn't eat this, or this person doesn't like this. Right. Again, the quality might not be quite as good, but it's, it's definitely really, really nice. Plus, as far as hotel character dining goes, and for the record, I have three hotels out of the five on my list here. This, in my opinion, is one of the easier ones to get to. 
go to Magic Kingdom, walk over or jump on the monorail over and you're there. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. My only, my criticism in regards to the location, I mean, you see the monorail, cool, you know, is that you're essentially in, like, the concourse of the contemporary. Like, it's not like um, Steakhouse 71 where you're you're walking into a room and it has walls. (laughs) Like, it's it's just kind of weird. It's almost like like an open Kona cafe. You know, where it's not really sectioned off in its own, you know, dedicated space. Like, it could be literally anywhere. So, I think that's... But again, that's kind of cool. Like, I think that's super cool that you can look up and see the monorail going by. I think it just depends on how you look at it. If you're in a certain area, you can. Yeah, if you're tucked over on the one, the far, like, right side, you can't. But then we actually were the last time. Yeah, but then you have your walls that you want it when you're over there. You get one. You get a few. I don't know. It's oh it's come just, on. It's just not my my favorite character meal. Um, it's not my favorite either. It's my third favorite. So you be nice. Yeah, it was number five. All right. So what's your number five? My number five is going to be Garden Grill. When this had been having fish on the menu and, yeah. you know, super, super fresh catch and, you know, things like that. It, it would have probably been higher. We actually just ate here for the first time in a good while when they had taken the turkey off the menu too. I was like, I'm not paying this kind of money for literally just for chicken. Um, but they put the turkey back on the menu. I like that they will cook the beef more well done because the way they typically serve it is kind of still mooing and no one in my family does that so my mom asked for like her own little skillet of more well done beef and they did that for her and they loved the mac and cheese with a little goldfish on top um good character interaction but i will say i was used to seeing the characters at least twice in one hour uh seated time in the past we only saw only i mean we saw each one once and then we saw um I guess Mickey, uh, an additional time, but Anthony was done eating. We were done eating. We had paid the check when we were waiting on the fourth character to come and Mickey just happened to be right behind him. Yeah. And that's weird about the fish because it's literally downstairs. I know in the tank. I I just, that's an odd one. Um, this did make my list. This was my, um, Number four. So this would have been the okay. next one that I talked about. Um, I love the... Because I think it's hard, like we talked about, the physical space space of Chef Mickey's. It's hard to not talk about that because it, it's relevant to the, the dining experience. I think going through and that rotating uh, mechanism is really, really yeah. cool. That you see all these different, um, you know, the rainforest or whatever that's, um, yeah, rainforest, I guess is what it's supposed to be. Oh, um, yeah. You know, the desert and all those different different things. I wish they had something else um, in that, I was going to say very last. I mean, you could start there, but the one where it's just wallpaper, where they have, all, you know, all the little hidden Mickey. There was something they could do there that was is a little more, you know, thematic. Um the character interactions here are fantastic. Um, Farmer Mickey, Chip, Dale, and Pluto, I think, is the mm-hmm. fourth yep. character. Um, and, and the food is, is, I think, was better previously than in, in more recent years. And you said there was more variety previously. But you're not going to get a terrible meal, in my opinion, there. And... If you're on the dining plan, $62 for an adult dinner, that's a great use of a credit. No, absolutely. And it's, again, one of those, like, really neat things. I don't know necessarily that that's the first thing that comes to someone's mind when they think about character dining at Walt Disney World. But it's always something I mention to guests because it's nice that it's in park. It's a nice kind of, you know, location to sit down and relax. And while, yes, you know, you can argue, okay, a buffet, you can get, you know, get up whatever, get get whatever you want. There's also something to be said for you can sit your butt down for an hour when you've been walking constantly around Epcot and sit down and relax. And they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner here. Yeah, and, and I should say that $62 was um, for lunch and dinner. Lunch yes, and dinner. Lunch and yeah. dinner um, for an adult, and then breakfast is 47 So still a good um, use of that credit. So, yeah, I, I enjoy that. I think it's a good um, option. So. Um, so my five and four are done. 
Correct. And we talked about, oh, you know, we can talk about my four. Um, so my number four would be a location that is only breakfast for characters. Dinner used to be one of my favorite places on property until they crapped the bed with the whole buffet. And that would be Kate May Cafe. Oh, okay. I so Kate May Cafe. Somewhere else, but go ahead. <laughs> no, Kate May Cafe is not a location that I suggest to a ton of clients unless they happen to be staying at um, Boardwalk or Yacht and Beach Club, just because it's not the easiest to get to. Um, but it's it's a phenomenal breakfast. The characters are dressed up so stinking cute in their beach gear. Um, the breakfast is really good. There's a fresh omelet station. Anytime you can go and have a chef make your omelet, I'm always down for that. I'm literally like salivating a little bit, social fatty, like thinking about it, make your own omelet station. Um, super, super good food, super light atmosphere, great environment. Uh, Anthony liked it so much. We went there um, Father's Day and we went back again for his seventh birthday in October because he liked it so much because his duck is there. Um, but really, really good food, great um, uh, service, and I don't know. It's, 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 for me, a solid option. I just wish it was a little easier for folks to get to. That's why it's my number four. Well, you know what, Donna? I, another group of um, people that I'd say would have easy access to are if they're on the Skyliner route, too. Fair, but it's you know. a double transfer And if you're over at, like, Pop or AOA or whatever. Right. But it, I mean, the, the, the AOA line, I mean, you're on for four minutes as it is. Um, yeah. You know, so it's a longer haul to, to um, uh, you know, with the Epcot line. But still, you know, you're not going to a park and then a resort. Like, you're just on that Skyliner route. Um, this didn't make my list. Um, we did the breakfast. Enjoyed it. I think it's, I think it's fine is, is really what I would say with it. The... Um, the characters in the the thematic costumes is really cool, um, you know the the Kate May, but it's not the I don't know it's just something not about it that it didn't make my list. But yeah, it, it's for breakfast characters, nothing for dinner. Which you know what I think of that really bump it up too. Why not have them that's there for never dinner? been though? Yeah, I, like why? Who knows? I mean, really can't think of a lot of restaurants that have characters for breakfast, but not lunch, dinner. I can't think of there's any a, others. There's another one that's on my list, Jamie. <laughs> that has them? Oh, well, that made my list, too. <laughs> I can't think of any others. <laughs> but, but hold on. That one, that's different, though, I think, because it, it changes entirely for like what the the dinner is supposed to be. Like, so does Cafe. It goes from breakfast food to seafood. I'm talking about like on like on the dining plan. It becomes signature. Yeah, fair. Okay, that, that's that's where I was going. In that it's like, you know, Cape May Cafe is the one credit for whatever breakfast. They do lunch there, right? No. No, they that's right. I, it starts at I five. think they serve breakfast until like I think they seat the breakfast brunch, whatever you call it, until like twelve or twelve fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the dinner stuff kicks off at five. Um Yeah, I mean it, it's like I said, I think it's fine for breakfast. I think there's you know potentially better options, but you're not gonna get hurt with this. Um so my number three, this is gonna surprise you, I think. But there's a couple specific reasons. Um, and this is Hollywood and Vine. Um, I'm shocked that this made your list because you hate on it so much. This is my number one. It, it's first off, it's the only place you can meet like the Disney Junior characters outside yep. of Animation Courtyard. Don't even count that because that, that area is a joke. Um, it, it, I hate those cues. I hate the look of that area. Um you can meet them in for breakfast. And then I think for lunch and dinner with mini um, is that it constantly changes. It's constantly different. Yep. Um, you know, the, the silver screen, the springtime, you know, something different at Christmas and the costumes const constantly rotate, I think is really a really cool element of this restaurant. Um and, you know, the last time we went there, like I said, I have to be fair, we thought the food was really good. Like, shockingly good. 
Um, so I think that's why another reason that it made my list, because typically I have not liked the food at this place. Um, and then we gave it a, a try, not this past Christmas season, but I guess this season before, so 2022. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was shockingly good. We went there for Christmas time. So this was my number one. Um, all the things that you said, 100% true. It is so cool that you can go multiple times per year and have different experiences, have them dressed up for Halloween, have them dressed up for Christmas, have them dressed up, you know, in their bathing suits and stuff like that. Summertime, um, the silver screen, springtime. I mean, it's just so stinking cool. Adding on to the fact the breakfast with the Disney Junior character. So for the little ones who are up early anyway, go ahead and schedule that character dining experience. You can still partner that with Fantasmic, which we had said when you ran the numbers, Jamie, was one of the best, well, yeah. lunch and dinner, one of the best, highest dollar values for the dining plan credit with the it Fantasmic was tax. Like 71, on. we said. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many things going for it. We think the food now is very, very good. Uh, when they went to plate it, uh, you know, right after opening after the pandemic, it was phenomenal. And we didn't feel as though the the quality dropped significantly when it went back onto the buffet. The pasta with the shrimp in it was still amazing and garlicky and delicious as it was when it was handed to me on a plate. Um, it's just, we love it. I know that you referred to it for years as Hollywood and slime. And I called you a turd because you're a turd um it this is a great restaurant this is a great choice this is my number one character dining experience on disney property i think that's high i i think three is a little bit more because i i i'm shocked to see where you're what your two and three are i have a feeling we might agree but i i think that number one is high but we already did my three in chef mickey's i only have one that we haven't discussed yet Oh, your one. Okay, so we haven't discussed your two. Is that correct? Correct. All right, so let correct. me do. Oh, we're going to match two, I think. Um, Topolinos? Yep. Because we talked about that. Um, so this means, hold on, Andrew, this means that Jamie's number one is not even on my list. Yeah, which is what just happens. Which I, I don't understand how. Um, but Topolinos. There's not enough good things to say about this place. Um, the And this is specifically the breakfast, um, because as Donna and I kind of alluded to earlier, lunch and dinner are not character. Um, each of the, char- <clears throat> excuse me, the characters have their own distinct costumes, which is really super cool um, theme to the arts, which I think is, is just awesome. Um This, Donna, I'm going to be honest, though, I could see dropping um, on my list over the next, you know, few years because they've really pared down, like, the pastries and a lot of different things. So I have to say, when they went to the hard, you may only order one thing, that is it. I was pissed. I was like, that's too much money. We're not going to go to have one plated thing when in the past you could order your entree and as many other like tastes of the other things as you wanted. I was like, this is BS. I'm not doing it. It wasn't until my mom said when we were slated to stay at Riviera a week and a half ago, hey, let's get a reservation for Topolino's that I was like, wait, what? And she was like, well, we're going to be there, Donna. We may as well. So I went in, I was able to get it for six day 61 because, you know, 60 days plus length of stay. I was surprised to see it, but I grabbed it. Um, you know, kind of said to her leading up to, okay, sure you want to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Jamie, the food was phenomenal. Yeah. It was as if we had eaten at like some ridiculously fancy and expensive restaurant, like in the city of Orlando, the quiche that I got, like, again, social fatty, like I'm salivating thinking about how good the stupid thing was. The portion size was huge. We all know that I can eat. If I would have been able to order something else, I don't think I would have because I was already full from the portion size. The quiche came with like a little salad, came with amazing, super salty, um, tiny little like breakfast potatoes. It was just, I'm literally salivating. So, so, so good. Andrew got the stuffed waffles. They were phenomenal. I don't remember. Dad got like eggs and bacon and something like that. Anthony ate everything on his plate, like licked it clean. I absolutely will be back. It was excellent. 
Um, and you got the what did you say you ordered, Donna? The the, the quiche as a, your entree. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't even see that on the menu. I just I just pulled up the menu to kind of, and I should remember what I always, I always get the steak and eggs for breakfast. And I'm not usually a steak and eggs like person, but the the polenta on there, they could serve that in a bucket, and I would eat it. Um, <laughs> just absolutely outstanding food. Views honestly unmatched. Um, yes. You know, you, you can see the skyliner on the one side. You can go out on the Jamie, terrace. it's the very first entree, the quiche gear, house-made pinchata, roasted potatoes, gruyere, field greens, and lemon vinaigrette. I have avocado toast as the first choice. You're clearly not on the current menu. I just Are you on Disney World's website? Yeah. How? I, I don't know. I just choice of entree adult $45 no 49 I don't know what to tell you <laughs> did they just open this live to update this live they get rid of the quiche? I mean I, I don't know what to tell you because I had the quiche it was phenomenal um yeah I don't know what to tell you sour cream waffle is what Andrew and my mom had okay yeah that's still on the I have and I'm going to go left, right, left, right. So it's avocado okay. toast, fruit plate, two eggs no. any style, wild, yes. wild mushroom scramble, yep. sour cream waffle, yep. smoked salmon, yep. uh, steak and eggs, yep. bread pudding brule, uh, brulee. This says French toast brulee. And you're missing the quiche. So there's two, four, six, eight. There's nine options on this menu. There's only eight on this one. That makes no sense. And you're also saying it's $4 more than what I have. And I'm taking a screenshot so you see this. Okay, I will, I'll do the same because this is beyond weird. I no, Andrew. Did you just pull it up? No. Refresh I had it up when we started talking. Oh, oh, but tonight you pulled it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is the craziest thing. I just refreshed. It's still there. And so did I, and it's gone. I have the same four. <laughs> I just sent you the screenshot. Look at your phone. Um, t tell Andrew to go on, on uh, the Disney app and see what it says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on the app. Uh, producer, be the producer. It's, it's so wild. Um, but anyways, as Andrew's doing our research for us, either way, whether Donna's order is completely fictitious or it's actually here jamie it was so good i would be really 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 sad if no one got to eat this again yeah i don't know yeah what does it say give me andrew said 49 dollars, and it doesn't list the quiche and it says bread pudding brulee and it says bread pudding instead of french toast brulee what that's crazy i don't even know what to say all right. Well, <laughs> all right. So you're. And listening. so that also means that it increased in price by forty nine, or excuse me, by four dollars per per adult. That's why I almost I would think this is more accurate because it's more expensive. Did you get the freaking picture I sent you? Though I'm not joking. No, not yet. It didn't come through. Oh wait, it just did. I didn't see it. I'm not crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, looks like the you see three it. year is gone. <clears throat> That's a darn shame. It was so good. Man, huh. well, all right, nevertheless, let me go. You're done. That's your list, right? That is my list. Hollywood and Vine, Topolino, Chef Mickey's, Cape May Cafe, and Garden Grill. Okay, so my, oh, all right. I just realized what I said to kind of kick things off about the theme I actually destroy with this first one. Um, so before I say my number one, can you figure out what the common thread is between uh, that it is Chef fuzzies? It's fuzzies. It's not face characters. Okay, fair. Dig a little deeper. Garden Grill, Hollywood and Vine, Topolino's Terrace. Mickey. 
Okay. Fab yeah. Five. Is that what you want me to say? All of the characters have specialized costumes. That's everywhere, though, Jamie. Well, not at Every... Juice, which is my number one. Yeah, but that's... They're wearing their only costume. Their princess dress, you nincompoop. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think of an example where they're not... There isn't one! Where they're not just in the regular... Okay, Ohana is... Spe- well, I mean, Stitch has a lay. Yes. Um... All right, name another. Okay, maybe I thought it was special. Maybe it's not then. No, they're always. The reason that Hollywood and Vine is so special is because the costumes rotate. Yeah, I was just trying to think of some of the other um, character dining options. Well, like Crystal Palace is the, the characters from Winnie the Pooh and Friends, but they don't wear clothes. Unless it's Halloween. Yeah. All right, never mind. I guess it wasn't as special as I thought. And I'm not surprised to hear you say Acroshoes. It might have made my list if we'd eaten there more than once, um, or maybe if I had a girl as opposed to having Anthony. It was very, very good, but it's not a place that I need to run back to, whereas any any of these plushy places sign me up. You know what, though? I'm going to say, like, I thought Aiden was actually more interactive with the princesses, and granted, he's a little bit older, but more interactive with the princesses than even Peyton was. Like, that didn't seem to phase him. Like, it was a girl girl thing. Um, Andrew goes, that's because Peyton was too busy eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, all right, if we want to get technical to 1900 Park Fair, wouldn't have... Yeah, but that was, that was Tigger, the Mad Hatter, Alice. Like, again, you're naming people, like, that don't have other costumes. Non-fuzzies. All right, you ready? Yes. Storybook dining and artist point. That was your number one? No, 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 no. F- uh, fuzzy characters that don't have specialized costumes at the restaurant. Because, again, Dopey and Grumpy don't have any other costume. Your point is not working. But you can't say they There's don't no have There's no That You're making my point for me. You can't say they don't have another costume. I'm saying the ones that I picked had special costumes. But they never wear anything but their outfits. Ever. That's my point. Oh, no. You're not winning this. Continue. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Anchor Shoes. I, I mean, yeah, we, we've gone there. We went with you guys. And I think maybe only once other than that. And the food we just think is outstanding. And the characters that you get there, the, the five princesses, I think are better interactions and better food than um, Cinderella Royal Table. We have not been to CRT since Kira's 30th birthday. And she's 38 now. So I'm not sure that it's even fair for me to, to comment on food quality at CRT. I don't know when we will go. It's probably got to be soon because Anthony's starting to kind of creep out of the whole like princess interest at all. Like I was asking him about our cruise for, you know, eight days, nine days, whatever it is from now. And he was like, yeah, I guess I'll meet the princesses. Okay. Like whatever you want, mama. Um, what's your hand up for, sir? No, but not for breakfast. It's dinner's hard. Andrew said that he thinks it's interesting that neither of us talked about Ohana. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought about Ohana because it's just like you said, it's just for breakfast, but it's only Mickey and Stitch, correct? Or is and Lilo, Pluto and Lilo, Pluto. Lilo, Lilo, Stitch, Mickey, yeah. Pluto. Yeah, uh, honestly, and the food was very, very good. It's just a pain yeah. in the tail to get so. Yeah, honestly, I, I mean, I know people love Stitch. I, I think it's time to kick him out and put Moana there. Oh, I love Stitch. You'd be the one. But I, I, I don't know. It just, he doesn't need to be there permanently anymore. Or what? Nah, you'd, I mean, Mickey in the Polynesian suit is kind of fun. But I think if you 
in, I mean, you're incorporating Moana everywhere else at that property. Why not? But Ohana means family. And family means no one gets left behind. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Thank you for finishing my point for me. May you know what? Maybe there's a mo something Moana related dinner wise coming to the tower. That's That'd plausible. Be cool. Yeah, that's plausible. Although I'd really like almost like a replacement for um Spirit of Aloha. Not gonna happen. No. Oh well, I think a signature's happening for sure. That could. Yeah, I, I definitely see that happening. Whether it's Moana I mean, I, I think they're leaving money on the table if they don't have a Moana dining experience at the door. Or whatever. We'll that, everyone assumes that's what it's called. I've never really heard an official name for it. Neither have we. They're starting to paint it now. Have you seen pictures? I have. Eh, yeah. Is what it is. So. All right, Donna. Well, all in all, I think good discussion. And it was, I was super surprised that um, Akershus didn't make your, your list at all. But like you said, I think if you had um, eaten more, that probably would be on your list. Fair enough. So next week, uh, Jamie and I are going to be celebrating 200 episodes of the Circus 71 podcast by me not being here. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm going to be at sea um, on the Disney Fantasy with my family. So therefore, you are going to get a not quite as fun episode uh, that we are going to record sometime in the next few days uh, with our next top five and five. We've toyed with a couple ideas. So we could be coming at you with our top five favorite news stories from the last 200 episodes. We could be coming at you with something else in the top five list. So you just have to wait with bated breath until the episode comes out. Number 200, big 200. I can't believe I'm putting up with Jamie. Not only for 200 episodes of this show, but also since 2004. And it's 2024. I deserve a medal or sainthood. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we hope you have a great week. And we'll see you real soon.